time on Blueprint for Living for an Icon, a fast-paced, streamlined beast of an icon, Colin Bissett. In the middle of the 1920s, the racing car par excellence was the Bugatti Type 35. With a streamlined body slung low between four large wheels, it's the most successful racing car of all time, chalking up over 2,000 victories in its lifetime. The Bugatti story really begins with Carlo Bugatti, who was famous in the late 19th century for dramatic Art Nouveau furniture designs that used rich timbers and inlays to evoke a sumptuous Arabian look. Carlo's younger son was called Rembrandt and became a celebrated sculptor of animals before taking his own life in 1916 after the animals of Antwerp Zoo were killed during the First World War. The elder son, Ettore, was more interested in speed. Ettore set up his fledgling car company in 1909 in Molsheim in the Alsace. The first cars were small and practical, exploring the potential of the new form of transport. But by the 1920s, Bugatti cars had evolved into something altogether racier. They were low to the ground to improve weight distribution and therefore handling. The original egg-shaped grille, which was a homage to Carlo's love for the shape, had to be cut off at the bottom and the horseshoe radiator became a Bugatti trademark. Ettore was fascinated by the idea of airflow and streamlining, and his own son, Jean, who had inherited his grandfather's love for fluid shape, styled the cars, creating some of the most memorable cars ever produced. Apart from the Type 35, there was the gargantuan Royale, which was designed specifically for royalty and which had an elephant mascot atop the radiator using a design by Ettore's brother Rembrandt. The Royale was fabulously opulent, but only three were ever sold thanks to the diminishing fortunes of European royalty in the late 1930s. More arresting was the smaller Type 57 Atlantic two-seater, which was produced from 1934. Its body was intended to be made from an ultra-lightweight magnesium alloy. The two halves of the body joined together with a pronounced seam that ran from front to back. The car ended up being made in aluminium, but the raised seam remained like a fin. This distinctive line and the teardrop shape of the racing car were to become defining features of every Bugatti. Ettore's son Jean was killed in 1939 while testing a new coupe, and Ettore's mental health declined soon after. He died in 1947, and that appeared to be the end for the Bugatti brand. But in 1987, Italian Romano Artioli revived the name and produced a supercar with Ettore's initials called the EB110, which had a carbon fibre chassis and a top speed of over 350 kilometres an hour. When that company founded, Volkswagen took over and reopened the original Bugatti factory in Molsheim, producing supercars like the Veyron and the Chiron, named after Bugatti racing car drivers of the 1930s. These cars continue the Bugatti tradition of blending cutting-edge engineering with gut-twisting speed. 
Ettore would surely have approved. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.